2: Today on Two Black Guys with Good Credit, we dug into the crates for a classic episode. We hope you enjoy it. Good.
1: Fast food is killing us, but healthy food is killing our wallets. It's damn expensive to eat healthy. This week on Two Black Guys with Good Credit, we are talking about the cost of eating healthy. Is it worth it? And if it is, how can we do it without breaking our wallets?
2: New black guys with Good Credit.
1: Sean, why are we discussing the cost of chicken this week? Arlington, healthy
4: eating, is it worth it? And if it is, what's the cost? I tried an all-healthy diet, and it broke my all-healthy wallet. Let's talk about how I can hustle this healthy eating, and as I love to do, keep my money in my pocket. Let's just get this show started. Okay,
1: sounds good. But I know I saw your car backing up from a McDonald's the other day. Stay tuned, two black guys with good credit. We're talking healthy eating.
2: This sponsorship break is brought to you by clean clean is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars to bring it to a school or organization near you. Please visit www.financiallyclean.com.
1: Welcome back to two black guys with good credit. You know, we're the show for the financially knowledgeable and the financially curious. So as we promised, we have a special guest in studio today, Miss Laterry Hughes. Laterry, tell the people a little something about yourself.
5: Hello. Hello. Um, I'm, Hi. <laughs>
1: Hello. Uh,
5: I'm Laterry Hughes. I'm an organic and natural food broker. Ah. And what that. Is
1: that means. like a stockbroker for food?
5: Basically, kind of. Um, well, I represent brands and individuals that have companies that feature organic and natural products to the marketplace. So we're kind of like the agents for natural and organic brands.
1: Okay, cool. Dion, let's get it rolling by giving us a little history on the beginning of organic food.
0: Yes, sir. Well, does anybody remember when organic became this buzzword? There actually is a really great article that that gets into this, you know, this very thing. Because when you think about the concept of organic, you know, this is nothing really new. You know, before the introduction of chemicals into agriculture, everything was organic, right, when you think about it.
1: True, So, true
0: But unfortunately, things did change about the, in the 1920s during the Second World War. It was basically when they started, you know, designing
5: nerve gas and realized it was also capable of killing insects. Yeah, no, definitely, that's true. Around the same time when uh, farm workers started using bandanas and covering their skin, Mm -hmm. wearing long sleeve shirts, even when they're out in the really hot sun, because of the chemicals they were using. And they found that a lot of them started getting sick.
0: Interestingly enough, at the same time in Europe, the organic movement was actually really taking hold. It it wasn't until about the 60s, 70s, during that whole be natural era, the green movement, that um, it really took hold over here. There was a time where you had to seek healthy food. You had to go to the health food store. That was in the 70s, 90, no, 70s 80s. Uh, mm-hmm. But then eventually, you know, they started to hit the cor- the corners of the supermarkets in about the 90s. And it became big business. You may uh, be familiar with Whole Foods. They yes. definitely led the way. Um, by 2002, organic foods were available in about 20,000 natural food stores. of conventional grocery stores in the United States. When
1: Whole Foods got in the game, there were half a dozen.
0: So it just goes to show you how far we've come.
1: That is so crazy because I always remember my Uncle Jim in Toronto back in like the mid-70s. He got free farmland that the uh, Toronto International Airport was giving out. And he started farming his own food. And he had been eating, by that point, health food, which was what it was called. It was just called health food. And you'd eat all these, like, weird brown rices and beans. And he'd talk about soy products. And he talked about how food was being farmed. And we were like, Uncle Jim is brilliant, but he's off his rocker on this point. But maybe, you know, old school. Now I look back, he was really way ahead of his curve. Oh, he's his he time. was before his time. he was to something. Yeah, people in, you know, he was Caribbean. So when he came to North America, he saw the differences.
4: Yeah, Arlington. It's like, it's like my grandmother in Barbados. I mean, the, the gap or the, the alley or whatever you guys call it here, the road that she lived down, we had um, pi- peach trees, banana trees, mango trees, coconut trees, lime trees, cherries. And, you know, as children, we just ate, picked fruit trees all day and pick. I guess, organic fruit all day long without even thinking about it. And now, you know, unfortunately, all those trees are gone and I and I you're not gonna believe what they have been replaced with, but they are gone and they're replaced with, you know, a strip club.
1: Make it rain. And, uh, oh,
4: hey, make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> they're replaced with a strip club. And the kids nowadays when I go to Barbados, they're you know, the, their their form of treating is going to the store and getting, you know, processed foods, chips, soda. You know, going to the fast food restaurants. Nobody's climbing trees and picking fruit anymore. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, look, before we go too far down the road, LaTerry, can you define for us organic? What does organic actually mean?
5: Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, Sean's grandmother's mango tree might have been close to it. But if you haven't used any chemicals or pesticides in the soil for at least five years and you don't use it directly on the tree, the fruit or the plant then that can be certified as organic.
1: Okay, okay, got it. So it's using no synthetic pesticides, no fertilizers, no irrigation, and industrial solvents or chemicals?
5: Well, you can use, there are some types of natural fertilizers that you can use, but as far as solvents and chemicals and synthetics, yes.
1: Now, is there a difference between natural and organic?
5: There's a big difference between natural and organic and it's really coming to the forefront now a lot of products and cereals that are labeled as natural can can contain high degrees of sugar Um, they're using high fructose syrup and things like that
1: okay sean's grandmother's mango (laughs) tree natural or organic
5: well, did they leave the soil free? Hey, 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 be careful what years? you say.
4: Yes, Granny, <laughs> used soil free. Okay, let me explain. You know, I Wait, did you ate so- say
1: your grandmother's soil-free. tree was soil free? It, it just ate, kind she of had floated? all the right
4: soil. She was organic. Don't say anything. Yes, it was all organic. I ate through the bugs. You know, saw <laughs> the wormholes and the apples and so forth. So I know if the bugs like it. It had to be organic because I don't know how days you get this shiny red apple, shiny green apple. If the bugs are saying no to it, then I am saying no to it. And when I <laughs> ate fruits and Barbados, you had to fight with the flies and you had to fight with the worms. So they were all organic.
5: That's actually good. No, your grandma's tree is right on point then. It is organic. And the Thank bugs you. are just
1: Thank you Thank, you. Thank
5: <laughs> you. Don't talk about his grandmama, okay, Arlington?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I won't. But what I will say is that... Studies have shown that it costs about an extra dollar fifty a day for a family to eat healthy, and by eating healthy, what they're suggesting is diets that are high in fruits, nuts, um, vegetables, and these types of healthy living choices. But it equates to about five fifty a year per person
0: Not for a family. four, if I may jump in. That's actually more than two thousand dollars when you think about it.
1: Yeah, that's that's pricey. It is.
5: No, no, no. There's no doubt about it. Eating healthy, organic, and and uh, non-GMO free is definitely more expensive. Laterra,
0: before you go too far, you mentioned the term non-GMO. Just for our audience, if you could just define that for
5: them. Certainly, a GMO is a genetically modified organism. So non-GMOS would be plants, fruits, vegetables that are grown without the assist of genetically modified organisms.
1: Okay. Give me an example, like what? Yeah, so
5: corn is corn, sugar, beets are three of the most genetically modified plants. What
1: about when they say
4: what if they say pure cane sugar? What does that mean, pure cane sugar? Is that modified or what?
5: Probably. Pure cane sugar, it's just a marketing term. It has nothing to do with the actual growth and and processing of the sugar.
4: And one more question. I know we're going a little off topic here, but white sugar, brown sugar, like, is there a difference, you know, or is it all the same?
5: Well... Probably brown sugar is less processed and less modified. So that's why a lot of people tend to lean toward brown sugar more often.
4: You know, that's why this whole vegetarian thing, I think it's so challenging. I mean I was a vegetarian for a year and a half. I tried it I tried to give up everything and eat right and I be found myself becoming a a junk food vegetarian because it was just hard to find the right things and every time you thought you were eating the right things it was the wrong thing. You know, I have a friend who's a vegetarian. I won't call out his name, but he's like eight months pregnant. All he does is eat oh, you know, <laughs> All he does is eat ch- crackers and cheese all day long. You go to his house, they're sitting right on his stomach, right? And he's eating crackers and cheese, and he claims to be a vegetarian. I was like, you might as well eat Big Mac and French fries, because I don't understand the point of you being a vegetarian and you're eating cheese and crackers all day long. No,
1: I totally agree with you, Sean, because for the last little while, I've been trying, really focused on eating healthy, and I'm finding I'm not a vegetarian I have no interest in that, but just trying to eat healthy. I'm paying like fifteen dollars for lunch, and then I'm in places where it actually fifteen dollars like fifteen for lunch. That's crazy, and I'm in areas through work for where one actually rib. T- yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to find one grass fed rib is tough. <laughs> one rib that you don't know where the hell it came from is abundant. <laughs> but yeah, I'm da- you know, I'm in places where it actually becomes a chore. To actually find the good food, to then pay three times as much. So the question becomes, Latery, why is healthy food so expensive?
5: Some of it is branding. Some of it is some of it is marketing. But it costs more to raise natural, hormone-free meat. It costs more to grow organic and natural plants. When you have to churn your fields or leave a field fallow, which
1: fallow is that like shallow?
5: No. <laughs> it just It means leaving it alone. You have to leave it alone for an allotted amount of time to allow any chemicals, processings to, to filter out through natural process, through rain, erosion, and things like that. So you, your crops aren't as abundant, and you're moving field to field to allow for organic. And also, it, tending with natural, quote-unquote, pesticides, natural things, requires a lot more attention and maintenance.
1: Right, I got you.
4: I mean, listen. I when I was a, when I was a vegetarian for a year and a, for a year and a half, before we'd have pizza night every Friday and it cost me about eleven dollars for a whole pizza. Now, I mean, sorry, about five dollars for a couple slices of pizza for my kids. Now those slices, uh, vegan slices, were like ten dollars. You know, potato chips, which I love, where I was paying two dollars for, I'm paying five dollars for. You know, and 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 my son that loves macaroni and cheese, I'm like, okay, Ethan, you're gonna eat soya macaroni. That went from three dollars to five dollars.
1: Well, you know, you know, they, know say, you they say organic food can be up to 50% more expensive than non-organic foods, right?
5: No, definitely true. And the pricing is kind of putting a lot of people out of the market. That's why companies like Whole Foods and even Kroger are starting to develop markets that are have lower costs. Wait, wait,
1: wait. What's Kroger?
5: Kroger is a national grocery chain. It's a conventional grocery chain. A conventional means they carry both... Uh, primarily things that aren't organic. It's it's a central and West Coast chain. Um, But specifically, they're addressing, trying to address that issue with markets for Whole Foods like 365. And then Kroger is developing a new low-cost organic market called uh, Maine and Vine. And is that with a particular market in mind, or
0: is it really just about income?
5: Well, it's with a particular market in mind, and it's because the leading chains of organic food distributors or retailers are Costco, Target, and Kroger. So Costco. those are conventional chains that have seen the, the boom and the demand for organic foods, and they're making them accessible.
1: Wow, I cannot believe Costco is leading in the organic food business over um, Whole Foods and Trader Joe's.
5: Well, it's, it's a lot about volume.
4: Yeah, and, well, Trader Joe's. From what I hear, they have a they have a special way of doing things different. Than everybody. They don't. They keep everything really close knit in house. You know, all their suppliers are just dealing with them one on one and so forth. So they're not really buying from where the masses would buy their stuff. From what I understand about Trader Joe's.
5: Trader Joe's is really a great option, and they're doing a lot of things right. Trader Joe's brand uh, co-packs or co-brands with a lot of mainstream natural brands that you see on the shelves in Whole Foods and different markets. So those Trader, Trader Joe's brands are good choices when they say organic.
4: Yeah, I'm hooked. After doing this show and researching, I'm hooked on Trader Joe's. I don't, I, I don't know if I'll go back to regular grocery stores again.
5: That's what you say today. Keep it
1: locked to two black guys with good credit. Sean's <laughs> claiming he's an official Trader Joe's guy. It's tattooed and, it I, on and, his and I hope Trader
4: Joe's is listening because we need some sponsorship money. Trader Joe's, okay? <laughs> Sean,
1: every so, week you mention someone week. and try and get, get a sponsor. You're, you you're making us look bad. <laughs> Come on, can you hook
4: me up. Can we call Dion
1: the lady up? with the facts because we are, you know, we're 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 a high quality show. We can't be begging sponsors, but you can call us. and <laughs> but I beg, but just
4: ask, Bridget, but just ask a little <laughs> to give a little little help,
1: <laughs> a little help. All right, keep it locked. Two black guys with good credit. Cost of eating healthy. We'll be right back.
4: NickNightDirect.com is the fast, easy way to shop online. To buy an item from any U.S. website, just go to NickNightDirect.com. That's N-I-C-N-A-T-Direct.com. Choose your method of payment and we'll ship, handle duties, and deliver your item straight to your door. I'm Sean of NickNightDirect.com
1: and you have my word. NickNightDirect.com. We'll deliver
5: it to your door.
1: We're talking the cost of eating healthy. And things are starting to clear up a little bit, but it's expensive. And even though the studies show that it's a buck fifty extra a day, and yeah, sixty to seventy percent of Americans can afford that, that still leaves thirty to forty percent unable to afford it. So the question becomes, what do we do with that? What do we do to help that thirty to forty percent that can't afford it?
0: Well, Arlington, there. I mean, there's a really great article by a woman named Lori Newell. And she really tackles that that subject, Uh, because there are three major barriers to eating healthy. Cost is one of them, as you mentioned. Lack of time. And just plain confusion that leads to unhealthy choices. You know, people don't even look
4: at the indirect costs. I mean, I live in New York, and... You know, unfortunately, not all neighborhoods have the same access to healthy eating. And you got to look into indirect costs, like transportation costs to get to get to these points and buying healthy meals. You know, those are things that are and for families that are on tight budgets, it can be expensive because most of them have to maybe take a taxi home, you know, and they may have children to bring there. It's you know, there's a lot of indirect expense that we don't that people don't realize or just getting accessibility to these health foods.
1: Very good point. No, I totally agree with that. And so the question, LaTerry, to you is how do they determine where they put these healthy grocery stores and supermarkets?
5: Yeah, no, it's a good question. And I think it, it varies by region, as we said before, but they do put grocery stores, new grocery stores, Whole Foods, Sprouts, things like that, uh, in areas that have the economic ability to support the, the price on shelf.
1: That is so
4: sad. It is sad. Let me ask you a question, Deterra. Do you know any, um, are there any um, companies that you work for that are not for profit?
5: There are some companies that everybody wants to make money. I mean, that's... The American way. It's the American way. It's why they're in business. But uh, brands like Newman's Own Organics is completely for charity. They don't take a profit and they let the organization... And the donations that Paul Newman left support the business, so they are completely nonprofit uh, brand. Paul Newman's company. Yeah, it's called Newman's Own Organics.
1: Yeah, the salad dressing,
5: the many, the many, bunch many, of other stuff, many items. Yeah, I do support I do.
0: their salad dressing.
1: <laughs> I, listen. I support Paul Newman, but the reality that we have to keep in mind is that it, the food, food is a business, and within the business of food. Um, a lot of these places, as Lateri said, they're placed strategically, of course. But in terms of low income, low income food is a business. Low income, poor quality food is a business of itself. Over $2 billion of food stamps goes towards buying sugar. Well, just I, sugar. Wow. I've got a so stat
0: for you here. So nationally, low income zip codes have 30% more convenience stores.
1: Yeah. And more kids have, in low income you know, neighborhoods. They drink two to three times as many sodas per day as kids in higher income neighborhoods. So this is so the question, Terry, again, I keep I hate saying the question, Terry, but do they just flood the zone of lower income neighborhoods with poor quality food? Because it's profitable. I mean, the food costs next to nothing to make.
5: Yeah, there there are two things. One is it requires a lot of education on the part of people to know what they should be buying and why they should be buying it because the cost of immediate producing organic I mean uh, purchasing organic foods and things like that far outweigh the the benefits you get from your health so if you're purchasing organic foods and spending a little bit more going to some of the channels where organic and natural food is more affordable at Costco at Target at Kroger's, if you have them, and the the onset of new stores that are coming up that support lower-cost organics, like the 365 stores by Whole Foods, and the Maine and Vine stores that I talked about. There was a a chain that started specifically to start putting organic markets in underserved markets. It was the Fresh Fresh and Easy chain, and it went bust.
1: Why is that? Are they, why? Are you saying that well, poor I, I, people don't want to eat let well? Let me just
4: say this. I, can, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, Terry. And I think the problem is, you know, and, and maybe in inner cities and in these poor communities, they're short-sighted because they're living on tight budgets. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. If you look at the totality of your life, if buying healthy food probably outweighs buying junk food, even if the prices are not the same one-to-one, because you may be spending that same money back in and, and health care as you get older. Because it says, you know, an, an exactly. average it costs a hundred dollars more f- to buy to eat healthy. So yeah. if you look at that hundred dollars as just a health premium payment, it probably works out. You know, it probably works out. You know, and I I agree. But we in, unfortunately, in poor communities they can't f- they can't think that far down the road. They got to eat for today. Right?
5: No, no, I I agree, and and that is true. I mean, fresh and easy didn't survive because people. Didn't support it in the way that they needed to grow, um, well, and, well, and sure that, I, it comes down to the to the education. Well, they don't have the, I'm sure they don't have the marketing
4: dollars of a McDonald's or a Burger King either. Right. McDonald's or Burger King, Wendy's just fled those markets, so it's hard. They're not competing on the same playing field. It's hard when they're like you know competing with these big chains that have all these fast food stuff you know going on.
5: No, that's absolutely true. And the next big movement is. African American, there's a group of African American growers that are pooling their resources to start growing organic and natural plants, vegetables, fruits that they can take specifically to inner city and underserved markets.
1: Dion, do you have a stat about the um, lack of representation in various communities?
5: Yes, sir. There are
0: half as many healthy supermarkets. In lower-income areas half there's another study actually that also states that they found eight percent of african americans live in an area with a healthy supermarket versus 31 percent in a white neighborhood
1: you know what's nuts i read an article while researching for this show and they said in some communities 7-eleven is considered a supermarket
0: mm. Mm. i have really another one sad. for you That's let me really give you sad. this one in baltimore They said 46% of lower income neighborhoods have limited access to healthy food. 46% compared to 13% in other
5: neighborhoods. And the thing that, that makes it clear is the answer is not gonna be just from organic and natural markets like Whole Foods, Sprouts, all of that. Part of it too is utilizing what we can do in the community and in those neighborhoods. There is a whole movement here in Los Angeles where people are taking their vacant lots, and as a community, as a neighborhood, they are sponsoring vegetable gardens, and they're growing their own fruit, and they're distributing it to people in the neighborhood. But it takes a collective effort. Are they and selling it? Or are they giving it away? They're giving it away because everybody's hands are in. <laughs> <laughs> it? Give it Sean away organic gets on food. We just solved the problem. Go down X amount of boulevard.
4: Go get your free food.
1: before sean gets on a plane before sean gets on a plane and flies out to la i just want to know is part of the reason that organic food is being challenged in certain communities is it a case of people not understanding the benefits ingredients versus cost because you can have a grilled chicken sandwich, right, Sean? Which has a certain amount of calories. I'll give. I'll throw it to Sean to pick up from there.
4: You know, Arlington, you're so right. When I, you know, this this show, all shows are eye opening for me, but this one was especially eye opening because you know, I I really thought sometimes I'm doing the right thing health wise. I'm going to the right places health wise to eat, and when what opened my eyes is that you know. You really have to make a conscious effort to get it right because, you know, McDonald's is synonymous with junk food. And, you know, and then there's places like Veggie Grill, which you would think is healthy, is, can be just as junk food as McDonald's. For example, a McDonald's grilled chicken sandwich has 350 calories, 120, 820 milligrams of sodium, and for those that don't mean, that's salt, and 9 grams of fat. While the Veggie Grill sandwich has 510 calories, more calories – Eight hundred ninety milligrams of sodium, more salt, and twenty five grams of fat, more fat, and where you you wouldn't think that, and I'd be eating this sandwich, thinking like I'm doing the best thing in the world for my body. Let's go to McDonald's French fries with a veggie grill. You know the key difference within the the, the salt content content. You know there's two hundred ninety milligrams of salt for the French fries from McDonald's versus six hundred ten milligrams of salt from. You know, the veggie grill french fries, the all-healthy french fries. So they're they're pouring these things with salt to taste good, you know?
5: Yeah. Sean, you know what? That's such a good point. Because there is junk food that is, quote-unquote, vegetarian. It's still... Taking a, not throwing Veggie Grill under the bus, but that's the example we used. Veggie, wow, grill. On the bus. <laughs> veggie grill is still fast food. Exactly, and exactly. The concept is, and this is where the education piece comes in. The concept is the less processed, the better. Exactly. So when you go to that's a what I've fast learned from food, this. Yeah, when you go to fast food, as far as veggie grill and places like that, it's still very processed food to accommodate the American palate that requires a lot of salt and fat. And it's also about knowing the difference between fats. Exactly. Listen, the
4: almighty Big Mac, which everybody thinks is the unhealthiest sandwich in the world to eat. Well, let me tell you, my eyes were opened up. That sandwich has 530 no. calories versus the Panera All Healthy Steak Sandwich, which has um.
2: Steak.
4: um what'd you say? Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> it has 810? Woman, you're
1: not in the show. Calories
4: <laughs> and a Big Mac has less calories than the Panera Mediterranean sandwich. That was like eye-opening. And right, just right what you said, LaTerry, I mean, I'm really about when I'm healthy now, it's like I'm getting as raw as I possibly can. No processed, if I get processed vegetarian food, to me, I might as well go eat a Big Mac.
5: Yeah, it's, it's the combination of knowing what healthy fats are. So you could look at something, and it could say it could have 15 grams of fat as opposed to... 11 grams of fat, but if those additional fat grams are from nuts and proteins uh, and clean oil oils, then the 15 gram is going to be better for you than 11 grams of saturated fat.
1: Exactly. So what you and Sean are really saying is that you have to pay attention to the labels. It's all about what's in the actual item you're purchasing, whether it's a drink, whether it's a burger, a sandwich, whatever it is. You have to read the label because oftentimes we're getting fooled by the marketing. So we see something that says natural or maybe it will have a palm tree or a carrot on the bottle and we're like, oh, this is amazing. Or it might even say organic and you're like, oh, this is awesome. But you really have to read the label because the benefits don't really outweigh the cost.
5: Yeah, I think definitely on the packaging, if it says natural, I wouldn't pay any attention to that. That means nothing. It's a marketing term. But certified organic, certified non-GMO, those are terms that have meaning and are, are warranted by law.
1: Well, there you have it. You don't want to fall into the Quest love bubble. That guy was a heavy set vegan who had to change everything he did. Now he's slimmed out a little bit, and he's reading labels and changed up his lifestyle. Keep it locked, two black guys with good credit. We're talking the cost of food.
2: This commercial break is brought to you by Canvas Malibu. Canvas Malibu is a boutique and contemporary art gallery located in Malibu, California. At Canvas Malibu, it starts with art, and their curated offering of shoes, apparel, accessories, and art are a definite must-see. Canvas Malibu is located in the Malibu Country Mart. Or online at canvasmalibu.com.
1: All right, so by now you've figured out that organic food is the right choice. It's the best thing for your body. It's the best thing for your overall health. And it's the best thing for your well-being. It may not overtly seem like the best thing for your wallet, but in the long term, it's the right choice. Wouldn't you agree, Dion?
0: I would absolutely agree. It really can be done. Um, according to a uh, study by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, cost of food at home analysis, a liberal food plan is about $1,150 a month. But there are a lot of simple ways, you know, just with some planning. Right. You know, you can still eat healthy and save about $400 a month. Wow. It's doable. I heard that. You just got to put your mind to it.
4: John. <clears throat> I mean, I think you have to... Like anything else, you have to create a discipline within yourself. I mean, unfortunately, my grandmother's road is now, you know, covered with strip clubs. So you can't do the, You have to, like, make a conscious make effort. It rain. You, you got you to gotta, you gotta, you make like going. If I suggest, like, if you're going to go to farmer's markets where I think are great, I bring my kids to them. You got to make it part of your weekly routine. You know, make it fun. You know, and it make it an experience. It's sometimes these farmers markets is like, especially living in urban areas, it's like an outer city experience almost. It's almost like you're stepping into the countryside. And, you know, that can be like a fun event. And then most of them, a lot of them are close to parks as well. You can go to the park afterwards or before you do it. And, uh, you know, it's just a it's just a, a thing of changing your, your daily, your weekly routine. You know, and for those in areas that don't live in, you know, healthy areas, you know, you also you have to... Um, you know, maybe group shop, you know, with your, with your neighbors and so forth, and, you know, and, and, and do it together as a pooling thing, and everybody send each other a list of things that you guys need to get and buy in bulk.
1: I think group shopping is a fantastic idea because they say you save more money if you buy things in bulk. But I don't know how you cart back 25 pounds of oats to a house of two or three, unless you have horses in the back. But if you're splitting that, you know, 10 pounds. Or eight pounds each with a neighbor, it's a little more doable. But Laterry, do you have any um, do you have any suggestions on things that people can do to eat healthy and save money?
5: Yeah, I, I think it's really important. First of all, as Sean and I think Arlington, you might have mentioned, to make it a priority, um, it's basically a down payment on the health for the latter parts of your life. So eating organic, eating healthy, the payoffs are there. You just have to stay committed to it. And I love the idea of buying in bulk to share. As we stated earlier, one of the largest distributors or retailers for natural and organic food is Costco. So the idea of going to a Costco and buying in bulk to share with your neighbors, to share with your friends, or having a a very uh, laid out plan of how you're going to do that, I think would be helpful. And there are also things like Thrive Market, which is an online uh, organic grocery store that is committed to providing low-cost organic foods and goods, dry goods, for people.
1: You mentioned another, you, you're mentioning other um, shopping options. I wanted to know, what did you think, what do you think of Whole Foods 365 um, markets? Can you tell the people a little bit about those? And those things are specifically targeted at millennials who listen to podcasts, like two black Eyes with good credit. <laughs>
5: That's funny. No, I love the 365 stores. Right now they're very limited. I think there're only t- 3 in the country right now. One is in Southern California in the s- Silver Lake. Silver Lake area, yeah. So I've walked the store two or three times and I've blown away by the pricing on the shelf, honestly. And I don't want this to be a commercial for 365 stores, but it's up to between 50 cents to $2 off the price on shelf in Whole Foods Market. And the idea is the Whole Foods experience is a VIP experience. And the other is the 365 is more of a Trader Joe's, no frills kind of experience. And as the market is responding, the 365 stores, they're listening to the fact that lower priced organic and natural products needs to be accessible. The only thing is, as was said, those are targeted to millennials. But hopefully with the success of that, it will reach out into other areas.
1: You know, it's funny. It is targeted towards millennials. But in an article I read, they were saying like 40 somethings are going there and turning it into like hangouts and pickup spots. (laughs) There's a lot of single men and women pushing carts around, looking at a lot of other single men and women pushing carts around. Dion, what other tips do you have? I know you got a couple really good ones.
0: Sure. I mean, it really comes down to planning ahead. And with all the technology out there, there's so much that can help you. One, with apps, there's great websites and blogs out there that can help you. Apps, Uh, that's dope. Yeah. I mean, Daily Burn, that's a great blog. They actually rated the five top apps out there right now in terms of meal planning there's meal plan and grocery planner it's four dollars that's really great for first time planners uh there's something called yumly this is actually free this is great for curating your uh, recipes again if you already know what you're going to buy in advance stay close to a list you're more than likely going to spend less i tell
1: my wife that all the time
0: (laughs) Then there's something called any list. Now this is for a busy family, so anybody can plug in their needs. So you're not buying again over buying, right? That one cost eight dollars. Uh, the fourth one was pepper plate. Now this is best for those who like a multi-course meal, right? And then number five. It's called Budget Plan, and this one really has the budget-minded foodie in mind. And that one's free.
1: I think those are great because me personally, I'm sure, Sean, you're the same. Like, I am not really a coupon cutter, but if I can go into a supermarket with an app that's going to help me right there figure out what's on sale in that grocery store, I think that's amazing. I agree, my
4: brother. Your money is your money. As I always say, keep it in your pocket, my dude. Keep it in your pocket.
1: There you have it. You know what? Those are becoming words to live by. The guys in my store say, "Your money is your money." So, Letary, there you go. Any got, last I got to words? copyright that. You should. <laughs> any last words?
5: Yeah, I, I think making organic and healthy eating a priority is is what's most important. If you have to make choices between conventional products and organic products, especially with fruits and vegetables, a rule of thumb is: the thinner the skin, choose the organic. The thicker the skin, you might be able to get the conventional choice. If if budget is a problem or an issue in that way, it will give you some direction and a little guidance. But you definitely have to make it a a priority for longevity and health.
4: Well, I'm a thick-skinned brother.
2: I don't
1: know if I even want to speak after that comment. (laughs) Well guys, we hope you've learned a lot on this show. We want to thank Latery for coming out.
5: Thank you for having me.
1: And um giving us her two, three, five five cents on the topic. I think she's added a lot of great information. And uh remember, no orange soda. And keep it locked. We'll be right back with the bottom line and the takeaway. My bottom line this week is that it's not just McDonald's versus organic or natural. It's about reading the labels and understanding the content of the food that you are buying. What's the caloric content? What's the amount of sodium? What's the amount of trans fats? Those are all key ingredients to purchasing healthy and maintaining and being healthy through the food that you eat. And if you can use apps and coupons or whatever it takes to make yourself save some money when you go into these stores, I'm all for that. So eat right, keep the wallet tight, and as Sean says, your money's your money.
4: Well, if you're like me and you're not as gifted as Arlington to understand what these ingredients mean on the back of items, I think you just need to follow what my man, my The Lost and Forgotten ODB would be like. He'd be saying, oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. So just stick with raw products, raw foods, and you'll be all right. Bulk shop. buy, Look for those coupons that Dion says to look for. And, um, you know, and stay away from the fast foods, processed foods. Keep it raw. Dion, what do you got?
0: Well, I'll just say this, guys. Uh, those convenience foods, yes, they are. They do. They did change our lives, but that is another great way of stretching your dollars. Just buy the head of lettuce and chop it yourself. There's YouTube videos that it can show you how to do it. Um, and lastly, believe it or not, just replacing two meals with soy or beans rather than meat and chicken can save you a lot of money. Just twice a week.
1: So that's what I had to say. All right. Well, there you have it. I'm Arlington, one half of two black guys with good credit, the half that obviously can read ingredients on the back of packaging and who would not put ODB in my rap out. And I'm out of here. We'll catch you next week.
4: Educated rapper, the guy you need to listen to, Sean, and I'll see you next week, podcast people.
0: And I'm still Dion, the lady with the facts. And don't forget to please email us your questions at twoblackguysgoodcredit@financiallyclean.com. at financiallyclean.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at twoblackguysgoodcredit. See you next week. All right, we're out of here.
3: I'm out of here. Later.